RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Thursday night edition of the People's Talk Show. Looking forward to connecting and uh, running behind schedule, but I uh, figure I would uh, try to check in, find out what else is happening out here, and uh, share with you an article or subject matter that I haven't paid much attention to. <laughs> but I uh, appreciate the community member who brought it to my attention. So, uh, as always, I like to uh, rely upon the community to share articles and things of that nature. So, Appreciate you for uh, shooting me the email. But uh, on top of the information we discussed earlier on the bigger picture, the macro side of things uh, here, I I imagine everybody has to uh, know someone or have a family member or something like that that uh, purchased a car within the last couple of months or years or something like that. And you knew all along, you know, it's like, you know, how can they afford that type of car? And um, and then, of course, suspicion leads you to wonder how they maintain it. And of course, it's just a matter of time. And I'm sure we might have had family and friends that uh, might have experienced some type of issue with paying, make payments on those cars. And, you know, God forbid, some people are probably have probably already been repossessed on. But anyway, uh, just thought I would share uh, two or three subject headlines, two or three subject matters. And then uh, open up the phone lines. We'd love to hear from you guys and find out what's going on. As I mentioned before, lots of subjects worth touching on. Just trying to keep people up to date and informed and and uh, move forward with that. But anyway, welcome to the live stream. My name is Mike. Uh, any first time viewers, let me know where you're watching from in the chat. We'd definitely love to acknowledge your presence, give you a quick shout out. And I uh, won't be long, but just wanted to check in and hopefully get a chance to see what else is going on out there. And before I move forward, I'll acknowledge a couple people, do a little maintenance, then jump into some headlines and then open the phone lines. We'll love to hear from you guys. So. All right, uh, we got Ed. What's up, my friend? We got Evola. It says it's just uh, going on 3 a.m. in England. 3 a.m. in England. Appreciate you, man, for blessing us with your presence. Uh, lots of things, lots of headline stories coming out of England, man. So definitely feel free to chime in in the discussion. We'll definitely love to find out what's happening in your neck of the woods. We got Gail, Miss Love. We got Tanya from England as well. Uh, we got Kenneth. We got uh, Dwayne Clark. It says debt destruction will, will be deflationary, uh, extremely. And on top of that, with the I got an article here from the third largest cell phone carrier, Huawei, out in China, basically painting a very doom and gloom picture for his own employees with a letter he's met with an internal email sent out to all his employees talking about how the next three to five years might be tight for the company. And so basically buckle down. We're going to have to you know trim, trim some things and basically because he said the economy is contracting. And so there's going to be a heck of a heck of an adjustment for everybody globally. And he basically mentioned that to his employees out in China and uh, in reference to that deflationary um, collapse. Um, I, I've been talking about, you know, a hyper stagflationary style event where we're going to see a, a complete disconnect from a variety of viewpoints. We're going to see the overly inflated asset bubbles, things that have been used to prop up and provide the illusionary perception that wealth is you know is contained within things such as real estate your portfolios in reference to the bond and equity portfolio and all the other things that's been overly inflated over the last umpteen years due to monetary policy but then on a day-to-day basis as far as the goods and services we need the deliberate withholding and the coming commodity boom uh, which will make energy very pricely therefore causing issues in other areas of our lives uh as far as the price for those goods and services because it takes energy to produce food it takes all the nitrogen and all types of other things to produce food as well and if those things are going through the roof then food gonna be extremely expensive and therefore scarce while also on the other side it's going to be just it's going to be completely lopsided but anyway uh and if the federal reserve and other central banks decide to reverse course and begin easing again then we're off to the races in reference to uh some type of hyper uh, inflationary type of event possibly but i don't think they i don't think they want that so we're not going our route i don't believe but i could be wrong who knows we will have to wait and see of course but in the meantime it's never been more important to take advantage of the opportunities you have 
furthering your skill set, educating yourself, and just doing as much as you can on a practical standpoint to, uh, you know, get your get your ducks in a row. And so let me jump right in. Uh, as always, I got a couple headlines. Feel free uh, to share thoughts, ideas, suggestions out there. It's not much of a talk show unless you got something to talk about. And I got a couple of things here that caught my eye, but I want to find out what caught your attention. But before I move forward, let me just do a little maintenance uh, for those that might be new. You never know. Uh, definitely link below. Try to keep everything simple. Just two links below. One is for bullionmax.rtd. And then, of course, we got rtd.news. I encourage you, if you haven't already, take a look over there and get plugged in. So Bullion Max, uh, they're sponsoring this. So I appreciate them for being able to bless the community uh, with an affordable way for people to add to their stack. Five ounces make a world of a difference because at one point, some point in the future, when things are revalued and repriced, there will be no telling what an ounce of gold, silver, anything that's been used as a monetary metal will be on top of the, all the other utilities for these metals as well. So, um, like I said, nominally speaking, they may go lower, but what's in your hand when you go get it, a whole different story. So if you're interested, take advantage of this opportunity here from Bullion Max. Uh, I believe they have been a blessing to the community so far. I've got some great feedback from the comment from the community members on top of all the other items they have. They're fairly priced. So check that out if you're interested. And also make sure you guys connect rtd.locals.com. I'm going to continue to mention this until we are here no more. It's my suspicion that within the next one year, maybe two, YouTube will be cutting all alternative media uh, truth seekers. And therefore, we got to have a place to connect to uh, stay connected. So connect with me there. If you want to support the channel, any help is appreciated. As always, feel free to do so. And of course, RethinkingTheDollar.com, where you can get all the blogs and everything like that. I try my best to keep it up to date. So you'll always be able to educate yourself um, in reference to this monetary transition is underway. So let's keep moving. And if you haven't already, hit that thumbs up. Hopefully the algorithms are, no, are, are, are triggered. More people are notified. Once again, the bell, I would say push the bell, but the bell... You know, to this day, people say, hey, my, the bell don't go off. You know, I can't do nothing about that. But, uh, yeah, hopefully that does help and also shows your support for the channel. All righty, let's keep it moving. Um, let me just jump right into uh, the subject matter that I haven't paid much attention to, but it's worth mentioning as I start off talking. Um, I, every, I, you know, I could be wrong, but I know I do uh, have family members where you, you look at the type of vehicle they drive and you know, and have a suspicion as to, you know, what, how much that thing costs for a month. And, you know, deep down inside, like they can't really hold that payment. They can't afford that. And I wondered, I questioned how some people, what their net rationale is towards going out and buying something they know they can't afford. And it's just, it's, it's irresponsible as well as it's a, it's a part of this day and age we live in, in America, where people have been living well beyond their means for quite some time. And due to, whether it be government assistance or whatever else means they use for income, they automatically take on a payment that just puts them in a stranglehold, shackles them in to where it just I just can't understand it to save my life, but it's not for me, obviously. So to each his own. But real quick, I uh, appreciate the community member brought this to my attention just because I haven't looked at it much myself. But it says car repos surge as vehicle owners are struggling to make payments. And when I, I've looked at some of these articles, I'm thinking like, wow, I never knew that. You know, if I had a truck, you know, this is a great business to be in because this, you know, trucks, you know, I saw one article saying that, you know, close to a hundred, you know, nationwide, a hundred repossessions per day, just people going and getting their stuff repoed. And it's like, man, on the receiving end of that, that'd be a great business to start because you're going to have a lot more cars to be picking up. Anyway, just uh, highlighted some things here, but I want to bring it to your attention just because the figures are staggering. But it says here, more and more cars are being repossessing is hard to not to, to feel a little uneasy about it but some say it's irresponsible owners not the state of the economy that's causing this uh, the surge it says one toy company in tennessee says they get uh, 10 to 15 repo calls a day and then he was uh, quoted as saying i was uh i would i would say that the tax returns for the most part are probably one of the biggest reasons people get a couple thousand dollars back from their tax returns and they go uh put two or three thousand down to get a car maybe bite off more than they can chew and it says this trend is expected to increase through to the end of this year and probably well beyond and it's my suspicion that we haven't even seen nowhere near uh the end of this particular item here just because these vehicle prices are already beyond affordable on average but yet they're coming down but 
how many people actually go out and actually buy a car outright. Not many, even though there are some. Here's another little interesting stat. It says car repossessions are up 11% compared to 2020. And this was from a couple weeks ago, but some interesting facts in here because it's just not subprime borrowers. It's people who got high credit as well. And so it says here, let me zoom in real quick. I'm going to try to get through these, as, get through these as quick as I can and definitely have some thoughts, ideas, put in the chat. We'll touch on it. It says vehicle prices are at an all-time high, both new and used cars with uh, average price of a new vehicle rising above $47,000. Could you, I remember seeing sticker prices. Even my mother told me she bought a 1978 Cutlass for 6000 off the lot. And I'm thinking like from 6000 to 47000 Blame it on the central banks, boy. It says people are taking out longer and longer loan terms to afford these cars. It says we see we seem to be in an automobile bubble. And then go here. It says subprime repossessions are up 11 percent since 2020. More concerning and perhaps more unexpected is this. Barron's report that repos are also on the rise among customers with higher credit scores. It says prime score customers used to make up to 2 percent of possessions now up to 4 percent of repos are supposedly secure customers. So people who got great credit, just, just, uh, yeah, interesting times, man. And if car repossessions wasn't bad enough, it looks like California is really, really leading the way and trying to remove cars uh, that burn gas altogether. So here is something. Uh, shout out to Steve for sending me to spent sending this to me as well. It says California is poised to phase out sales of new gas powered cars. And so, man, California is setting the trend on a lot of things these days, and it's not necessarily a good thing to say the least. But uh, it just says that California is poised to set a 2035 deadline for all new cars, trucks, and SUVs sold in the state to be powered by electricity or hydrogen. An ambitious a step that will reshape the U.S. car market by speeding up the transition to more climate-friendly vehicles. Yeah, we know what's going on with this when we hear the word climate-friendly. So yeah, I'll let you guys chew on that one. But uh, it's gonna—they're gonna make it to the point where, in order to have a gas-powered car, you're gonna have to pay a, a heavy tax annually when you get that boy renewed to the point where it's gonna be very. Uh, very, very excessive to where you're going to more likely cough up that, you know, car that's going to have to be labeled as a historical car. And you're going to have a, a, a old, you have all types of taxes to keep that car, especially, especially if it burns gas. So that's definitely within our agenda. And that's where we heading. I'm more than confident of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tony B said carbon free. Yeah, buddy. Okay. A couple more things here. So here's another story here. That's really disturbing. And I, I, you know, I hesitated to try to bring it up, but you know, had to just because uh, D.C. mayor is, is clowning. Pardon my French, but it says D.C. mayor says no virtual learning, giving black teens who have not participated in this experimentation uh, zero alternative, uh, zero alternative options. And so this came out today from the Daily Signal. And so here we got the mayor of the district of Columbia, Columbia. And so real sweet and simple. Uh, she's basically, there was a law passed last year. Uh, what was it called? It was, uh, where'd it go? Uh, the, 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 the coronavirus immunization school students and early work work, early childhood workers amendment act of 2021. So last year they passed this law saying that if a child was not, fully participated from ages 12 and up, they could not go to school. And it looks like regardless of all the new adjustments and the backtracking of the current health officials and all the science people, they don't care. She don't care. And school has already started. And they're saying, she's saying basically that you got 20 days to either get your kid fully up to speed and participating or they can't go to school and no, we don't have homeschool. So you make the choice. So put yourself in a position of these parents. It's like yanking your kids quick. This is ridiculous. But it says about 40% of black ages, black of blacks, ages 17, 8, 7, 7, 12 to 17 have not fully participated according to city data. And so this is very, uh, yeah, very concerning. Very concerning. Very concerning. This chick right here, man, I, I got a lot of words to say about that, but. I'll leave it to myself. I'll let you guys 
you know, imagine what I would say. But anyway, uh, what else I got here? And this is another story that's worth talking about just because this is from China. And this is, as I mentioned, the third largest uh, cell phone man- manufacturer. But just listen, listen to some of the words that were sent out in an etern- in internal email with the CEO describing how bad things are going to get moving forward for the next three to five years and how he's telling people in the company they're going to buckle down and it's going to be an adjustment to life ultimately is what he's saying so this is uh, something just to we can all learn from but it says no bright spot in the world the founder of Huawei uh, warns of painful global slowdown and tells company to brace for survival so I'm thinking like at this current moment given that we have all grown accustomed to being able to acquire whatever we want whenever we want just amazon is set to do like that everybody for the most part gets a new cell phone once a year and pretty much whatever you need whenever you need it but based upon this information here where even the manufacturers of these products are saying that they're going to have to tighten things up and by them tightening things up, that means they're going to be trimming any, any fat of the company and also to make up the difference for whatever profits or revenue might not be. They're going to raise the prices on their items to buyers or no buyers. So therefore, they're going to have to, the, the, the market will reject the prices they try to put out there. So eventually, they're going to have to come down on those prices, making it tougher on the companies, which is going to lead to more unemployment. So it's like it's a never ending spiral of economic ruin. Uh, in all countries, especially if their primarily their primary uh, revenue base comes from exporting to foreign countries, in particular <laughs> the U.S. So anyway, real quick, I'll thumb through this, but uh, just some of these buzzwords here was just concerning. And then also, this guy he's in lock and step with, as you guys can see in his background, so shouldn't be surprising there. But uh, let me see. Should I waste my time with this? Uh, it says uh, in the first half of the year, Yahweh's profit plunged. 52% to 2 billion. And of course they're pinpointing, you know, they're saying the Ukraine, Russia situation, tighten stuff up. But he is talking about the domestic the Chinese uh, companies are facing a similarly tough road ahead. Beijing has already abandoned its pre- uh, previous economic growth targets of 5.5% stating that the most recent meeting uh, that will simply uh, wants to attain the best outcome, whatever. International Monetary Fund recently downgraded China in 2022 growth to 3.3 so that's that's a heck of a downgrade and so facing the reality there's going to be some issues here so there's more details in here that uh just basically highlight how there's going to be a slowdown happening severely and he's telling his employees to buckle up because it's about to get rough out here so yeah man but uh and yeah tanya and he, and he actually mentioned into 2025 let me see here where did i go they gave the time frame. He gave the time frame. I thought I highlighted it, but uh, that that does it says for Yahweh, we first have to survive. This is him quoted. Then we can talk about the future. Ryan said it says if we want a little hope by 2025, then we should first find a way to get through the next three years, which will be very difficult. So his projection is that the next three years is going to be difficult, and the goal is to try to have some sense of normalcy or profitability as a company. In 2025. So think about that. That's a very oops. I didn't even, I even show that. But anyway, next two to three years, he's basically saying it's going to be mighty rough. So we're going to have to make adjustments accordingly. But uh, Tony B says 2025 is too early. Uh, I would imagine. And on, on top of that time frame there, there's going to be so many events that occur, which makes future projections from these CEO people very hard to predict. You, you know, I, that's where outside of what we can assume will take place we all pretty much know that there's going to be a military conflict between the u.s and the western allies with china at you know some point within the next year or two then that in and of itself will probably shut down borders and close all exporting out of china so goods and services made in china won't be made won't make itself out of that country therefore that right there is a shock to that company's revenue there so it's going to be a problem there and all the other logistical transport and all the other intermediary companies, they're not going to have product to ship. And uh, it's going to be mighty, mighty dry. So that's just plays into it. But we all know what it's all about. Sheila said, uh, agenda 2030, it's all coming sometime soon. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. They're all, and so it's good to say Yahweh 
it has signed up with the World Economic Forum as a partner, I'm more than confident because of the 5G technology that China uses comes from Huawei primarily. And so you better believe they signed up for that. So they know he knows a lot more than what he's saying. Uh, if everyone hoards their goods, who wins? There'll be no winners regardless. There'll be no winners doing this reset just because I don't, I, I don't think, you know, especially based upon history, the only quote unquote winners are the people who are playing both sides. And from the past, it always has been those oligarch type families that fund the left and fund the right. And in the middle, they just sit and wait to collect profit from whoever comes out on top. We all know Ray Dalio and all those heavy billionaires, they've already invested heavily into China. And so once China falls down and is rebuilt back up, you better believe they're going to have shares in that and the world will go back to normal. But your average Joe on the receiving end of all this, the average consumer is the one will be uh, not in the best shape, burring, having taken some type of preparations ahead of time. They can only last you so long, but some preparation is better than none and being caught completely off guard. Uh, Tony B said community wins every time I can ride with that. I can ride with that. All right. So left me ranting, man. Let's get the phone lines open. As I mentioned, it is late, but I had to share that article that one of the community members uh, brought to my attention just to see uh, what your guys thoughts out there. So just by show of hands or if anybody know anybody directly, how many, uh, <laughs> How many people out there watching right now or who might be watching the replay got family or friends that they know uh, 100% got a car note or got a car that they really shouldn't have purchased, but they did it anyway because they got some type of large, large, large enough check that gave them the impression that they can put down a payment and probably get a seven year um, uh, car note payment, but the payment still be through the roof to where. It, it, the odds of them not having our car when that sale all said and done is very high anyway but that's what's happening out here it's just interesting man how people never learn man people never learn okay let's keep moving um or highlight at rethinking a dollar put a comment out there and i'll jump on it share it or feel free to give me a call phone lines are open let's talk uh let me see t chris says agenda 2030 great reset working on foreign smoke and mirrors the real controllers come from rome uh hey i wouldn't doubt it and that's where as to the real culprits behind this the vatican no doubt there's people there we got the uk people are still in power there we got wall street people are still in power there and ultimately it all boils down to though that bloodline of families that's been around for hundreds of years and you factor in a little satanic influence all working towards that one world governing model that Prince Charles hinted at in his speech last year. And I even mentioned it, how he's, he's talking about governments coming together, pro pro providing trillions so that his and it can rise to power, whatever his and it is that entity he was referring to. And of course, from a biblical perspective, I think we're definitely in though that time frame where pretty pretty much within our lifetime <laughs> if this world economic forum stuff works and plays out they're working towards a single government with a single leader to me that spells revelation type of events there so buckle up get your spiritual house in order because we could be experiencing some very interesting things in the, in the near future therefore with that comes a lot of uh, like a lot of uh, I want to say a lot of I don't want to be too negative in a sense, but a lot of people will be looking for answers and needing hope if things continue on the pathway that uh, that we're experiencing now. And so buckle up, man. It's going to be it's going to get real. Um, da, 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 TV said we haven't heard from Ed in a while. Yeah, he's out there, man. He's in the chat. So we got turns today and we really Yahweh. Uh, so we got a 1260 days that's going to be really tough from Yahweh in China. That's just great. Um, uh, 1260, uh, I wouldn't, you know, uh, you know, there's, there, there's a, there's a sequential order of events that must take place of which, 
Um, and that's why really right now I'm, I'm really I'm diving real deep into trying to understand the biblical framework for the seven seals, the seven trumpets and the seven bowls. Like, I, you know, it's, it's, it's really exciting for me to try to further understand that just so I can be aware and attentive to events as they unfold. Also, on my part, according to my faith, believing that uh, the church in of itself as we're mentioned, as we're told, uh, will not be present when those events unfold. And so we have a, a variety of viewpoints on that. So I'll let everybody, you know, remain where they're at. But anywhere I go, in the meantime, between now and the time all that unfolds, we still have work to do. We still have a mission. We still got things to do. And I'm excited for that. And also, uh, today I, I am renting a little bit. I haven't gotten a phone call. I did see a question. I'll get to that. But what I'm going to do, it takes time, but I was uh, I put together a little daily devotional. I take my devotional, package it up and try to share it with the community. So I put out the first one today. And uh, if you guys are interested, go to the community page of the channel. Take a quick minute. I'm, it's going to be two or three minutes where I'll share a little word of inspiration. And uh, for those who need it most, if you're interested in wanting you know, I'll give some instructions in there to help people get their selves back in position in a favorable way. So that's just me trying to play my part, trying to be a, a laborer in this field. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Mike, Steve, Nine. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, just want to follow up on some of some of the things that you had uh, discussed earlier uh, with uh, Prince Charles, etc. And his and his nonsense. Right. Well, I'm not gonna say nonsense. I, I'll, I'll put it this way: the devil speaking to mm -hmm. <laughs> through that guy. Right. Uh, that, that's the way that I, that I would put it. Right. Uh, when the guy starts talking about turnover, military, and financial authority mm -hmm. to him, mm -hmm. that tells me that he knows something. Right. That tells me, that, he, tells me that, that guy knows something. He, he's clearly reading a script that was provided to him in reference to what they're they're all supposed to be working towards, and he needs them to cooperate. And that's why he mentioned about the governments coming together and you know doing something for a greater cause, his and it. So I, I got that little video clip on the screen here uh, that I put in the Telegram channel. It just makes you wonder, man. It just makes you. It just makes you wonder. But it, for me, because I I, I personally look at it a lot deeper from a biblical perspective, as you know. And so to me, it's like, if he's talking about him and it right now, and the governments need to work together for this, then that lets me know we're right in the same ballpark of a time frame. So literally he knows what time it is as well. So believers also should realize that if they know, then obviously something is brewing in the spiritual realm to where things are being sped up. Therefore that little seven year window is a lot closer than, uh, most people who may not be paying attention would even realize. So that's just my that's my interpretation of things. No, 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 no. You're correct. And and here's here's the problem. Here's here's the problem that comes in. Believers. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll put it this way: so-called mm -hmm. believers don't believe in the spiritual realm. Yeah. That, that's hard for me to say that, right? But I gotta say it. They they believe in the the, the theory or the the oh everybody should get along and etc. Mm -hmm. Kumbaya. But when it comes to the spiritual battle, mm -hmm. they don't they don't believe it. Right. They don't believe it. Right. And, 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 and to me, that's sad. Because it's real and it's sitting right in front of our faces, and they're and they're telling us right. this right in front of our faces, right? And and so-called so believers, let me believe it. So, so, so if, if so-called believers don't believe, it, just like this Harari guy, right? <laughs> this guy is sitting here telling you. This guy is sitting here telling you to your face. Mm -hmm. You're a hackable animal, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, attacking God, all the rest of this nonsense, mm -hmm. and he doesn't even say that he he doesn't even say that he does not believe in God. Yeah, he just attacks God. It, it talks. It talks in the 
first person as if he's were there. Right. So watch this. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you real quick. So speaking of that, I also I just shared another video in the Telegram uh, where it, it quotes him. I'll put it on the screen here. It quotes him. and I'll, I'll show it. It says, this is him quoted. It's a minute and 16, but he's quoted saying, we don't have to wait until the second return of Christ in reference to uh, solving the problem that they're working towards. And he said the technology is there. They're working towards it in Silicon Valley and all parts of the world. They're trying to solve the problem of death. And they got the technology to solve that. And he said, as a result of that, we don't have to wait until the second return of Christ in order to solve this problem. I'm thinking like, whoa, like, okay. So he, in that statement, he said the second returning of Christ from his mouth. I'm like, wow, that's, that's different. So his problem there, they're trying to solve is the problem of death. That was, that was different, man. It's it's different because of this. He's speaking as if he was there. Mm -hmm. That, and he's only about 50 years old or so. Yeah. But but there's something speaking through him, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> that's saying that, and and that's the spiritual part that people are not connecting right. to all of this. There's something speaking through him that was there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that that may sound crazy to people, but that's <laughs> the reality of it. Yeah. Uh, and and then, and and then I'll and then I'll say this: this has been going on, you know. This has been going on since way back when Jesus walked the earth. Mm-hmm. And and here's another here's another thing, and I'll let you go and, and let you guys uh, discuss this. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a song by the Rolling Stones uh, that that was put out, uh, you know, Mick Jagger and you know, you know those guys, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, way back when. And, and and the song's been in movies. The song's been in many many movies, etc., etc., etc. You know, for eons. Yeah. It, it, it's in your it's in your email, so I put okay. So it's in your email there. So so you so, so you have the lyrics, you have the lyrics to the song mm-hmm. that are there, and then you have the song itself. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, yeah, like you know, it, it, one way or another, conversation will always trend towards spiritual matters, just because underneath, on top, all around, beyond human sight. That's what is at work. You know, literally we're caught in between a spiritual battle, whether you're a religious person or spiritual person or not. But um, let me answer this question real quick, because this is something I've been thinking about as of late and playing through scenarios. But it says, what do you think the mystery Babylon is? It's a city. The only conclusion I could I could come to is Rome based on lots of scripture. Okay, so uh, T. Chris, great, great uh, assessment there. So me personally thinking about this as of late. Mystery Babylon, uh, the harlot, uh, the the seven seven uh, seven heads, ten horns, beast system that encompasses all the powers of this of this current world structure that th- will be basically handed over to the Antichrist. Uh, I was actually listening to a couple of different sermons and. What lines up well with the most influential powers that be at this current moment happens to be, this is just my, this is my, my theory based upon just putting it all together happens to be in Switzerland. And so Switzerland is a monetary hub, not in the EU, never had no wars, never had any conflicts. Switzerland is one of the wealthiest hidden wealth (sighs) havens on the planet everybody who has wealth has a residence there we have some of the biggest gold stashes owned by all the europeans americans they all prior to of course the you know the fica or not the fica but the finra situation there we have all the entities we got let me put it on the screen here we have the world bank the BIS, and uh, I think one more big entity that everybody, all the meetings, Davos, they all congregate in Switzerland. So Geneva is a financial, it's a global international hub where any and everybody who has power and clout go to Geneva. The World Economic Forum is centered in Geneva. We got CERN that 
antimatter, black, dark gravity. They are that they, you know, trying to dig into the earth, trying to tap into black spiritual matter in Switzerland. So just those five or six things there point to Switzerland as that region that during this revelation time frame will be destroyed entirely. And based upon some scripture, you know, it, 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 you know, just my, my interpretation of it, I'm still in, in the beginning phases of trying to dive deep, but you know, some type of short, small nuke going to hit that region, destroying it, therefore allowing the power that centered in there to be transferred into the hands of the antichrist and the world will recognize that because he's when he's positioned and when everybody knows his status as that world figure, they're going to hand over the keys willingly as the Lord has already planned for it to happen. So my thesis or my suspicion is that Switzerland, i.e. Geneva and all those countries or surrounding cities are, are that mystery Babylon. That's just my my thoughts. Let me know what you think in the chat. All right. That was a long winded answer as well as a long winded uh statement there but i see some thoughts ideas and red boy i saw you was a blessing let me acknowledge your presence uh red boy appreciate you man thank you for the love offering for the channel as always appreciate your support my friend all right uh let's keep it moving what else we got i saw some lot of thoughts out there uh i see some scripture out there as well appreciate it let me get on that proverbs 4 4 where they slept uh, for they sleep not except that they hey hey done mischief have done mischief have done mischief and their sleep is taken away unless they cause more cause some to fall kawas appreciate you man uh what else we got here and let me see what else we got out there feel free to give me a call phone lines are open we're about to get ready to dial back what gonna check in too late i know it's it's almost 11 o'clock here on the east coast uh, yeah, for those who are not familiar, if you haven't, the link is in the description, rtd.news. Go to the bottom of that, join the Telegram page. And if you are also on BitChute, Rumble, all those other places, make sure you look for your boy, subscribe there. I try to repost the videos when I'm done here on them so that uh, they always be there. And then rtd rtd.locals.com is where I'm going to end up streaming live once YouTube pulls the plug, which... I believe would come soon, but uh, yeah, I think, yeah. So D three W yeah. Switzerland, Switzerland, all the global elite meet there once a year in Davos, the world economic forum is centered there. And if literally the world economic forum is the front company that Klaus Schwab is in charge of since 1972 or whatever, all the world leaders have already pledged allegiance to that entity and so it's good to say that uh, that region there is the region of power. But we'll find out. Uh, the only Babylon mentioned in Revelation, or is there a city Babylon? Ed, so uh, the mystery Babylon, uh, and so just off the top of my head, the mystery Babylon reference happens to be with the harlot, uh, who, as the Bible says, the harlot was the, uh, let me see, man. It, it's let me see. I, I won't be able to find it, but let me see if I can think. The harlot, the harlot who sits on the beast, the seven heads and ten horns. That whole that whole image there. The harlot that drunk. They said drunk the bloods of all the saints and whatever killed all the saints or whatever, and oversaw the entire you know paraphrase you know economic order and world structure. And it, it's it's robbed. The, I think it said it, it's robbed the world of its wealth. The BIS, you know, we got the World Bank and the banks of banks, you know, that type system. And then the 10 horns referring to 10 nations or 10 governing structures that are predominantly throughout the European region and probably wherever else of which those 10 world leaders, world governments, however they are, whatever the total number is, just metaphorically speaking, the 10 heads are referred to government leadership will be handed over to the one. The Antichrist, uh, willingly, like so, like literally, Revelation says, I forgot, man, I can't think off the top of my head, but literally, the Lamb, when the seal is open, power will be handed over, and that's when the script is changed. That's right. That's that's heading right in towards that abomination of desolation of the temple, that three and a half year time frame where uh, the temple will be desecrated. 
in the form of the Antichrist going in and saying that he is God and then from everything that I point that occurs. So, you know, and that's where like, I mean, I would, I, I got a lot of visual aids I've been working on. So anyway, but it's, you know, really exciting stuff, man. I, I really, oof. anyway, get you fired up. Um, to, 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 to Yagi says, Revelation 18.10, standing far off uh, for the fear of her torment, says, saying, alas, alas, the great city of Babylon, the mighty city, for in one hour is that thy judgment come. So think about this. Great Yagi one. Think about this, that statement there. One hour. Some people can say, oh, it's just, you know, metaphorical or whatever. But there's a lot of seven in the seven year time frame. There's a lot of events that take place that time is mentioned in reference to the longevity of it. The war of Gog and Magog. I think it's 24 hours. It's a 24 hour war where invaders will come from the north and meet at the top of Israel. God will step in, reject it. And, you know, the Israelites will win. Then at that point, we're going to have the 144. Angel will appoint 144 for the ministry to go out, primarily focused on the Jewish uh, race. But then again, they'll be all over. They'll be everywhere. And many, many nations will be saved. And I listened to a certain pastor not long ago, equated to approximately a billion people within that three and a half year time frame will be saved in reference to accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior during that three and a half stretch. So it just, it's just stuff. It's just stuff gets deep, man. But anyway, my point is for one hour, thy judgment. So think about this. What type of judgment will come upon a city, that mighty city, my suspicion, that mighty city, Geneva or the country of Switzerland. We'll, we'll see in one hour. Think about that. What's going to wipe out an entire city or state country in one hour. Sounds like something hot, something hot coming from the sky, small little mini nuke, something like that. Like that's how serious it's going to be, but it's going to wipe it off the face of the planet and all the power that that entity contained will be transferred. It's going to be like the rite of passage where since that entity is destroyed, where do we get it? Where do we call shots from? Who, who makes the decisions? Yada, yada, yada. That person will referring to the antichrist. And he'll be standing up, stepping to the plate. Everybody will hand over their leadership roles to him. And voila. Seven pillars of Babylon government, economy, health, social services, education, entertainment, media, religion. Real fiat money is our attention. Real fiat money is your attention. Real fiat money is your attention. Uh, TB, what exactly is that one? Okay, let's keep it moving. Do 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 says, Ain't no Israeli gonna save us. Uh, I'm not sure what that was referred to. Israelites are the real Jews, yeah. And that's where, like, you know, like, uh, I just I'm not in a position, I'm not a Bible scholar, I'm not a ordained pastor, I'm just a man that loves to dive deep into the word and get interpretation for myself. So to me, what they look like, how they look like is irrelevant. It's either you're sealed, i.e. your name's written in the Lamb Book of Life because you've accepted Lord Jesus as your Savior, and or not. That's all it is. Um, you've been deceived by futurism, Mike, created by Francis, a Jesuit, Rome. Uh, you've been deceived by futurism, might be created by Francisco Ribeiro, a Jesuit, Jesuit uh, Rome as an institution has killed tens of millions throughout history. Uh, I've been deceived. Uh, not a strong word. Um, uh, any, anything's possible, you know, uh, no, no harm, no foul. And so it's, it's, you know, Rome as an institution has killed millions. Yeah. So once again, we haven't seen nowhere near the total amount of lives that will be lost. There's going to be. Yeah, I, you know, I got some ballpark figures in my head, but at the end of the seven year time event referred to in Revelation, it's going to be a remnant left. You know, I, I want to say for some reason, the words, you know, numbers one third come to mind, one third of humanity at that point. So that's between so, so one third of humanity, however that plays out. And so if we were to use today's numbers out of seven, eight billion, two thirds gone. That's a lot of people. 
It's a lot of people, a lot of souls. And so my only focus is on how can I help reconnect those souls with their creator? That's my only objective. All the details, you know, that I'll let, I'll let the scholars, I'll let you guys work on, work on that. I just try to connect souls back to their creator. So that's on, that's, that's my focus. How can I use my gifts to bring honor and glory to my King? Um, okay. We got some here. King James Bible is written by Francis Bacon, 33rd degree Freemason. That could be hundred percent factual, but long as those words pertain to eternal life through Jesus Christ, I'll ride with that. All the details of it, I don't, you know, saying that's that's before me, probably going to be after me. Like I, I'm not the type of person to argue about those type of details just because I can't verify that. Other than reading books on that person written by somebody else, and a lot of the, a lot of people who share information like that, you know, those are the people who are deep, 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 you know, philosophical people. You know, you know, I just I that's not me, and that's why faith in and of itself and Subject matter such as this, it's all predicated on faith. It's either you believe it or you don't. And if you don't, that's fine. That's a choice. Everybody has that choice. So it's completely fine. No harm, no foul. You know, I'm not your savior. I'm not your judge or executioner. So it doesn't really bother me one bit. Um, but no, I, I like this conversation right here. I'm, I'm feeling this. Uh, and, and T. Chris, I, I like I like uh, most of Revelation has already occurred. Rome invented the theory that all the revelation comes in the future to take blame off of them. Okay. That is possible. That is a hundred percent possible. And so in reference to the seven seals, I'm sorry. Yeah. The seven seals, we go seven seals. And so the seven seals, the first four are the horsemen. The first horseman is the white horse, which is the antichrist. Second horse is the red horse, which is, the uh war the magog gog and magog which to my knowledge that hasn't happened yet and then the third one is the black horse black horse referring to uh famine uh, if i'm not mistaken uh, extreme famine where a good portion of the earth will not have access to food but then again those who have the resource and the means will that's you know that's not happened and then, the, uh, and then the green one, uh, let me see. Can I, I'm studying that right now, so I'll get back to that one tomorrow. Anyway, <laughs> but no, uh, let's get right down back. I can go on and on and on, but I'm having fun with this. Uh, Evola sunglasses. So, yeah, so I won't be able to. So, so Mario's schedule, my schedule tomorrow. I got a funeral, so I won't be able to. But uh, I met Mario uh, uh, three, four years ago. I interviewed him. And we've been connected ever since. You know, he's a part of our little wise group a while ago. So um, just through social media, you meet a lot of people in, the, in this space where everybody try to bounce ideas off each other and and uh, learn from each other. So Mario, he's a technical, actual, you know, hands-on, you know, bonds type of guy. Me personally, I'm just your average, average Joe from the street. You know what I'm saying? So we connect well. I bring a mainstream perspective. He brings a technical and analytical perspective and I give him, you know, some interesting thoughts. And I, I'm more of that contrarian slash skeptic slash type of person. And it works out well. Uh, Daryl says, but King James changed the Bible to fit his narrative so that he could rule his people better. You have to question that RTD. Oh, oh no doubt. And, and no doubt, no doubt. And so that's where you know, we won't find out until the moment you take your last breath. And, you know, when you take your last breath and your soul exits your body, that's when we'll find out if what we read in that book was accurate or not. And in the meantime, just through the sheer idea of what else are your options? Like you can go and not this is just not you, Daryl, but you can go the philosophical way and the, you know, you can acknowledge a creator or you can go the universal way and. I just personally, I, I you know, just, just, I just, it's hard to explain because it's a faith thing, so I can't really articulate in words. But I get your point, and it's definitely possible. You know, like there's definitely books taken out once again. But I think we we all have enough to make a that make that make that fine decision as to whether we're going to believe that a person named Jesus Christ came, 
and he died for you, removing your sins, nailing them to the cross, or he didn't. If he didn't, then that's what we'll ride out with and live and die with. If he did, that's something you'll live and ride out with and die with. And when it's all said and done, we're going to find out which one of those thoughts were right. And so that's just usually how it boils down. Faith. It's extremely complicated, yet so simple. I think mankind's intellect and quest for more answers can clog their ability to just believe and then witness it. Because in accordance to the words given to us, when you're born again, you become a new person. And from that moment on, you should expect a radical change in your life. That's just my my experience. All righty. All right. So, yeah, we go on forever, man. But you guys can see where this conversation was going. And it's definitely juicy. My recommendation for everybody here, you can never fully understand biblical concepts, but you can try because the word of God in of, in of itself is continuously giving. It's giving 24 seven new opportunities to gain revelation. And what better way to understand that? Because we're literally in. You know, I know I'm closer to my end than I was my, at my birth. So my end time is any minute. So I'm really finding pleasure and further understanding revelations and even discovered a new topic today called thanatology, which is the study of death, which I knew nothing about. But I'm diving into that because it's of interest to me. So it's some of the most oddest things that I'm starting to find fascinating. And so I read more. Okay, man. All right. I can go on forever, but I'm not people. I'm not going to bore you anymore. It's late. Um, anyway, just want to check in. Talked about a lot of things tonight. Hopefully you guys found some value in this. Uh, the best way to reassure the blessing on your life is to get into the book of Revelations because with that comes a blessing. So yeah, go get it. Go get that blessing. Get in the book, get in the book of Revelations. Further enhance your spiritual awakening. And uh, once you have it, it's your responsibility to go help other people. So beyond becoming a biblical scholar, you know, how many souls have you won? That's the question we should all ask ourselves. How many people have we brought into the kingdom for the, for our Lord? Let's just keep that right in front of us. Are you, are you working for the kingdom? If not, we all got work to do. Anyway, be blessed, be safe. I will see you guys tomorrow. Lord willing. I'll, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna try. Anyway, be blessed, be safe. Shalom.